On your mark, get set, let's go. I can't do it. We'll do it live. Do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Mister, will you please wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up? Good morning! Kevin Durant, you should have never left California. This bronze sexual upset me in oh, having man. to bring this teenage idiot from Wisconsin into a sports conversation. Are you really surprised that the Cowboys are giving up on Ezekiel Elliott? Whoa, no. Well, no one cares about baseball. Bitch, are you for real? Who says no one should talk about baseball? That frivolity is out the window. Good morning. Welcome to the tripped out Thursday edition of Snowman in the Morning. And let me address something to my buddy Drew Willingham. I love you dearly. I'm just sending out notifications to get people to tune in just in case they haven't subscribed already. You know, he shot me a me- and I'm I'm playing around with him. I sh- he shot me a message. I subscribed a long time ago. I know that. Now I want you to tune in more. <clears throat> and I get to be cold and doing this. Now betting, hitting the bong forever. Number four twenty, wise El Hefe. Number four twenty. We just got to correct something. What? I don't hit the bong. No, it hits you. No, no, I don't hit. I don't smoke a bong. Look, Cole made the introduction. I, I know. I just, I'm, I'm just messing with y'all. I love you guys. But technically, I don't hit the bong. But you hit the coffee. Always. <laughs> I have my Bustelo in the morning. How you doing this morning, bro? So what's going on, brother? How you feeling? I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. I, I actually slept a full night. That's good. It's good. You, you need, we're at a state. We're at a state where we need to get our rest. I know we want to grind mm-hmm. and do a lot of work and, and get a lot of accomplishments in short time. But yeah, we we're we're at the last, stage. Last time was we, one of those nights. I was sitting here in my office in front of the computer, and I'm just sitting here, and I had stuff in front of me of what I needed to get done, but I just kept staring and staring. And finally, about ten o'clock, my wife says, "Okay, time to go to bed." And my body said, screw it, go to bed. And I went and passed out almost Im- almost immediately. And the next time I saw a light, it was like uh, my wife was waking up. It was like quarter to seven because she had to take my daughter. She had to take my daughter to work. And I'm just looking around going, I slept through the night. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> your body needed it. That's what happened. My your body, body your body's telling you like, okay. You don't. You don't want to. I am. I'm responsible. You don't want to be responsible. We're gonna make take control of that. Mm, well, body sure did that. I'm glad you sure did that. Good, good, good. Oh, you're doing a lot of things. I see, brother. I see you out there grinding, I'm, promoting. I'm getting there. No, I'm, I'm, I'm learning. I'm, I'm getting there. It, it's, it's, it's a, it's a grind. It is. Every, it, it's a grind. It's not easy. 
being independent and wanting to develop and grow your business in in this medium. And no, so it's not. It, but it's the journey, right? Mm-hmm. It's the journey and the lessons that you're learning that are going to make you stronger and, and prepare you for when you do hit the big time. Yeah, so, like when we show up as a crew to Las Vegas next year for the Super Bowl and take over Radio Row in the morning. Listen, we an escape is it, we're it's we're able to do it because the um it's not conventional media anymore. It's not the big networks controlling everything anymore as far as what we Yeah. You can we can go go to these events, do our shows, give the people what they want, which is real authentic and 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 just ourselves and have a good time. I'm ready to go out to 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 media row. We're gonna take a, we're gonna take over radio row. And Victor, of course, provides us with our throwback Thursday question. What is your favorite old school cop show spanning from seventies to early two thousands? TJ Hooker. No, that's an old throwback. That's not, that wasn't one of my, old, was, I'm not gonna, one of my favorites, but it, that's not the show. Um, that's one of those Thursday. That's one of those Thursday night shows where I would I come in and I'd 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 run right upstairs and run right past the television because my parents were watching it. It's like I don't want to watch that. No, you know what cop really? What real cop show that I really enjoyed growing up? And I was young watching this show. What's that? Was Hill Street Blues? There you go. It was that I watched. That, that was because you could see that find see that these cops were real people. It wasn't just like yep. those, they showed the cops going through their struggles and doing that. It was a real, really good show. I enjoyed mm-hmm. Hill Street Blues. Hill Street for me two, uh, three. Hill Street Blues uh, in the heat of the night because it was one of my dad's favorites. Yeah, and another one of my dad's favorites was uh, Law and Order. Now I got stuck. Here's here's why I got stuck on Law and Order SVU, and Victor can vouch for me on this. There's a very pretty lady by the name of Mariska Hargitay. Yes. And my wife dragged that secret celebrity crush out of me because she she was te- she was telling me uh, her celebrity crush is Shamar Moore. And she says, "You have to tell me who your who your celebrity crush is." I said, "Well, I love Law and Order SVU." And she just looked at me and smiled, and she says, "Mariska Hargitay, right?" I said, "Yeah. How'd you How'd you know?" And, and she just looked at me and she says, "Come on now." <laughs> so no, um, it's crazy because my mom, my mom used to watch. Like my mom speaks. Let me tell you, my mom speaks no English. Mm-hmm. No, she's she, she she understands it, yeah. And she chooses not to speak it. She like I'm not. I, she she refuses. I, I don't get it. I don't understand why. But anyway, <laughs> she made sure I learned both languages. Though she made sure right. I knew English and Spanish. She prepared mm-hmm. me. She knew, hey, you're American here. You need to learn both, but you need to know where your heritage is. Mm-hmm. And so she would watch these shows and I don't know how to, how the hell she would un, like know what's going on, but her <laughs> shows were Hill street blues, 
Another yeah. one, Hunter. She loves. Yeah. Hunter. Oh man. Oh, she Hunter. loves Hunter. Yes. That theme song and, alone for Hunter got me. Started. I'm gonna tell you her favorite cop TV show is uh, Walker Texas Ranger. Aha, Chuck Norris. She loved. She to this day, if, for me to entertain her, I could put on a show of uh, Walker Texas Ranger, and she'll sit down and just watch the show. And just glued right and there. And she's probably seen every single episode of Walker. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, to Vic, uh, to the point where I talked about Mariska on uh, Law and Order SVU, his celebrity crush was Diane Neal. <laughs> it's something. And Victor picked on me about um, my crush being Mariska Hargitay. And on that same episode, Diane Neal rolled up wearing pink. I looked at Victor and he looked at me and we went, what? <laughs> I said, um, is that your celebrity crush I just saw? And he just looked at me and went, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> there was one episode, there was one episode Victor and I were watching and it, it got to be a habit for him and I, when we were living together, we would watch it before he would go to work and I would uh, go do baseball. There was one episode I forgot what it, I forgot what it was, and we were playing we were playing a card game. We were playing Uno, as a matter of fact. And then we looked up and we see this fat kid getting arrested. I looked at him and he and he looked at me, and the next thing I said was, "Why you got to pick on the fat kid, man?" And Victor lost it. Both of us are sitting there cracking up. So since you brought up Uno, yes, right. Since you brought up Uno, yes, sir. So. The company that makes Uno mm-hmm. made, had put official rules out and said you cannot stack draw fours or draw twos. <laughs> Says and who? You, and you know, Says who? In, in, in the hood, that we were stacking everything. <laughs> that's what Vic, That's what we did. Stacked every dog on that. Technically, technically, the official Uno rules: you cannot stack draw fours on top of draw fours or draw twos on top of draw twos. We did. I, I'm. I, I know this is, I, look. I know this is I'm telling you. I know we. What I know. We did. We I know. They get a rules. Those are our rules. The ghetto rules rule. Yeah. And we stacked them all up. Yeah, we stacked them. We stacked. We them. we want to make sure the person that actually couldn't duplicate the card pulled everything out of the stack. <laughs> so yeah. Well, that's our old school segment for the morning. Uh, Ryan McCarthy has a question. Did you guys ever play Pit? No. Mm-hmm. Pitfall on video games? Yes. But Pit. not Pit. I've heard, I think I've heard it. I don't know. I, I might have. That's, that's something I, I haven't heard of that. I haven't heard of that. So in lieu of the whip around, we got this. So we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, Tua Tagovailoa out. And Tua Tagovailoa possibly Done. I hadn't played that one in a while. Oh no, no, I, I was dying at the one where do you wake up with your jaw hurting? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's not cool there. <laughs> oh no, that's what you're talking about. Oh, you grinding your teeth, like Have we gone off the rails yet? I think we were off the rails when we came on the air this morning. Okay. 
and it's Victor's fault posing that question with the cop with the cop shows. Oh yeah, no. <laughs> but we're always off the rails. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you said it best. We're all we're always off the rails. <laughs> Even when we try to get back on schedule, it doesn't stay that way. It doesn't stay that way. There's some NFL news and notes. Mike LaFleur out as the offensive coordinator of the New York Jets. My next four words are as follows. Why are we surprised? That offense was just putrid. It was just horrible. To say the least. To say the least. It, it was just horrible. Uh, and that, but that def they have such a hot, you know, they have one of the best defenses in the league. You have a shutdown corner in Sauce Gardner. You have another shutdown corner in DJ Reed. Mm -hmm. You have some linemen that are just monsters. You I'm, I'm laughing because of a picture. I'm laughing because of a picture Ryan just sent me. Oh, we were talking. We, we were talking about Uno, and he sent me this picture with a with a wild card that reads: "Confess that LeBron is the goat or draw 25." Well, I guess I'm drawing 25 then. Back to business. <laughs> back to back to business because that's all that that's all day. Why did the Jets fail offensively so fail so badly offensively? Because Mike LaFleur's success success was in San Francisco. Yes. But once you once they lost Brees Hall, you yeah. lost any like I thought Brees Hall was a steal in the second round. Mm -hmm. And he and was, was he was showing that he was he was a stud. That he could yeah. do it all. He could run the rock. He could catch the rock. So he opened the offense to, in so many different. I love Michael Carter second. Yeah, but he, Brees Hall brings a different dimension. When you can do it all, when you catch the rock, when you can run the rock, you just Saquon is a prime example of, of, of a running back who can do it all. How mm -hmm. much you it opens up your offense because mm -hmm. we're limited on the receivers we we have. Yeah. But having Saquon in the backfield, being able to do everything, be a, a, a receiving, catching, blocking, whatever it is he needs to do, right? Having that, uh, having that—that's what Brees Hall to me was. Brees mm -hmm. Hall was that all everything that every down back. Could Brees Hall? Could Brees Hall have competed for Rookie of the Year had he not been injured? Hell yeah, I think so too. Hell yeah. I think he so was too. he was he was going on to, um, um he was going to be one of the top running backs this year because he was definitely on his way to a thousand yard season and, and then some and 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 what about probably five hundred six hundred yards receiving that's what he he's capable mm -hmm. of that so but that injury no that injury it, it hurt the them it hurt the Jets and then it just it it spiraled Zach, Zach Wilson just fell apart like. So, so my next question to. is, who's the who would be the quarterback of the Jets going forward? Do you go with Zach Wilson again, or do you find somebody either in the draft or via free agency that's going to fill that role? Because who do you if, if there's one thing that you that you need, it's a consistent quarterback, and Zach Wilson ain't it. So what do you, so do we go out and do the Jets go out and and and, and get David Carr? Derek Carr, what is it? Derek Carr? It's Derek. Derek Carr. Derek. 
Derek Carr. Yes. So do you go and go take Derek Carr or do you go after Jimmy G? Well, those are the two that are linked to the Jets. In Rumorville, those are the two that are that are linked to the Jets. Or do you take another crapshoot and draft another quarterback? But who? Who do you Who's draft? Coming out? Who's coming out? I don't know. I don't know. There, therein lies therein lies your question. Therein lies your question. Or do who you, do you draft? Do you, do you do you make do you really go and oh no and great and go out? Here you go, right here. <laughs> Thank you, Ray Ray. Thank you, Ray. Thanks, Ray Ray. Appreciate that. That will Ray Ray. Ray Ray has taken over Cold Sports right now. Yeah, so. he he took him hostage. Yeah, he took him he took him hostage. But who do you who do you look for? Who do you draft? I mean, who's I, I, I'm saying? But every <clears throat> not because every, the best. Listen, because listen. one of the best quarterbacks is transferring to Notre Dame. Not not Bryce everyone. Young's going to be gone in the first couple of picks. Yeah, you know the Bears aren't going to. You know the draft. The Bears aren't going to draft a quarterback. They have a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have Justin Fields. They just they need an offensive line. Yeah, they desperately need an offensive line. Speaking of quarterbacks, Tua Tagovailoa out for their playoff game against the Buffalo Bills this weekend which means the Miami Dolphins season is going to end with a whimper. Honestly, the, he should have – I've said it since the he beginning. He should have never he come sh- back. He should have come back. Never come mm-hmm. back. He should have never – he should have never come back from the first concussion because, remember, yeah, he's first one, but, but three now, Even after the second one, we should have really never came back after that second one. Mm-hmm. And what we were we saying after that second one against Cincinnati? He's he done. Walk he away he now. done. We said mm-hmm. he was done. We said he, he wasn't coming – I said we we all said that he he shouldn't have he should have just taken the rest of the season off. Yeah, no one would say it. Would, no one would blame him if he took the regular season off, the rest exactly. of the regular this season off because two back to back and vicious, A very that, vicious. that and the the, and, the Mar Hamlin situation and three in fourteen weeks. This and and that and the Demar Hamlin situation. Those two are the scariest things. That you've seen this year on football. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think Tua so, should walk away right now. I thought Tua should have just never been playing this regular the rest of the season. Yeah. I, I think it. Tua needs to walk away right now. And, you know, and Cole just said it. The Dolphins may have messed up Tua for the rest of his career. This is why I gave the take that Tua should walk away right now while he has the ability. To walk away, we wouldn't. I wouldn't. Hey, I wouldn't be someone who would get upset with him over that. Mm-hmm. This is your. This is your future. This is your life. Yep. Unless football. Unless have... you want to play football that bad. If 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 you feel like, I don't know. I can't. We can't say. You can't. We, we can say we. He should walk away. Mm-hmm. But some guys aren't ready to give up the game. But see, then you run it. Then you run into. Then you run into the problem of. You would think them, people that love you would think people that love them would say, "Walk away." Yeah. Walk away. Mm-hmm. You know, CTE is no CTE is no joke. You know, uh, Victor in the feedback zone. 
I think Tua needs to walk away because his life is more important. And then coupled it with this, CTE is no joke. Junior Seau, anyone? It's a lot of them. It's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. It's a lot of players now that are suffering. Bobby talks about this all the time. He says, this is gladiators. Yes. This is gladiators. This is, this, these are, yeah, yeah, you're not killing each other at the end of the thing, but these are gladiators. Mm -hmm. This is, and, and, and he goes, are we not entertained? Yeah. Poppy's always screaming. He's like, listen, y'all want to bitch and moan, but y'all all celebrating. Y'all all enjoying the sport. Mm -hmm. And he, he has a point. He has we a point. Are. These men are beating themselves up at that. By the end of their career, some of them might not even get to enjoy the riches of, of what they're doing. Mm -hmm. So, it... it Ryan McCarthy, yeah. now Finns fans are clamoring for the team to sign Lamar. With what cap space? Two players have a stranglehold on their cap. Yep, one of them wears number 10. Tyreek Hill. See, and here's here's what I here's the question I have with the Dolphins. We're going to talk more about this tomorrow. Um, where's Raheem Mostert in all of this? Where's Jeff Wilson Jr. in all of this? Where's Mike McDaniel? This <laughs> you, you okay, how come Mike McDaniel hasn't taken control of the situation. I don't know. He's he's a rookie head coach. Yeah, with the he's, familiar, he's, with, he's with, literally a rookie, a rookie head coach. He, he mm -hmm. he's been a he came from what was he? He was a offensive. Was he the offense coordinator? Yeah, he was he was San Francisco's OC for three years. And you would think with the familiar, and this is why I brought up Raheem Mostert and Jeff Wilson Jr. Because remember, they traded with Frisco to get Jeff Wilson Jr. Yeah. Uh, uh, the running game because of the injury history of Raheem Mostert. Experienced yeah. that in San Francisco. And and Cole brought, brings up a great question. Do they even try to have a running game? Because with Tua out as well he should be with the risk of another of another concussion Miami's done Miami season is kaputski all right thank you Ryan and Mostert broke his thumb against the Jets there's that injury bug again with Raheem Mostert it, it seems like with Mostert and I love Raheem Mostert especially when he put up 220 against the Packers in the NFC Championship game. But since that game, and, and since the game in 2020 where he opened the scoring with an 80-yard dash against the Jets, he has not been the same. It, <clears throat> this is this game is brutal. Mm -hmm. let's, let's be honest. This, that's, that's, we, we've all played some form, some form of football. And... Injuries happen. Some people are just more yes. injury prone than other. Some mm -hmm. people, their bodies just can't take the abuse that they go through. Cole says you can go with Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill only for so long before defenses make the Dolphins one dimensional. Well, look, which, which just the, the Jets were prime example. Yeah, the Jets were prime example. You have, when you have two cornerbacks that could take those two out of the game, mm -hmm. the Jets have DJ Reed and Sauce Gardner. 
Right. The Jets' defense made made him look predictable. So it made him totally, made him look totally predictable. It could be done. It's not. It's not like oh, you got Tyreek and Waddle. You if you have the right cornerbacks for the situation to, to cover them, you can. Once you do that, where where else they gonna go? What in the all types of blue hell? Yes. It's Snowman in the Morning with Cole Johnson. Well, it certainly is. And a welcome to all of our radio affiliates, WIRU in Chicago, as well as WTLB in Milwaukee, and Open Talk Radio 313 in Detroit, and others, to this nationally and internationally syndicated radio television talk show. And thank you to the folks at BS3 Network. Download uh, BS3 on Roku TV. That's where you can find us each morning. The feel-good story has got to be DeMar Hamlin. He is raising money for the University of Cincinnati Medical Center where he was treated for a week after his cardiac arrest. He began selling T-shirts through his Chasing M's Foundation this week and said the proceeds will benefit first responders and the UC Trauma Center. Hamlin said, quote, I want to give back an ounce of the love y'all showed me. The shirts feature Hamlin's hands making a heart shape in the words, did we win, which was the first message he wrote to UC medical staff when he awoke. And I'm looking at the shirts right now. I just may have to get one just, just because I just may have to get one. You want to talk about a feel good story? There it is. Oh, that, 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 that's inspirational right there. That story's inspirational. Listen, shout outs to the, to the Buffalo Bill's guy who actually performed the CPR on the yes. field, and they, they gave him actually gave him a, a game ball this past weekend. They gave him a game ball. Yeah, so they it, gave him a game ball. It it just shows you that life is precious. Take every moment as it comes. I know we all go through our struggles, but we need to just be be thankful that we're we're awake another day to. To, to be here and, and keep doing what we do and man and and we're doing some good stuff out here man people we're doing some some great content people are out here enjoying what we do we're bringing a spark to people's lives we, we bring entertainment mm -hmm. so and i love being I, I love being on the air with you i want to have a one-on-one -on -one episode with you for your show stuck in my mind podcast we, we, we'll make it happen and take it as far off the rails as we can. <laughs> well, we can have it, it, it's crazy because I'm, I'm, oh man, I got some great shows coming up. But it's like yeah, I'm, Danny, Danny Kellington is the trainer who got the the game yes. ball, who performed CTR on Demar, uh, CPR on Demar Ham, Demar Hamlin. And I, and I get, I'm CPR certified because of the job. My job, I have to be CPR certified. Mm -hmm. it, 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 if you can. Learn it. You never know. You don't never know when the situation is going to call for you to do it. Right. Yeah, I got CPR certified when I was doing home health care in 2018 when I lived in uh, Dayton, Ohio. And that that's helped. I got to get recertified. I know that. And I will. Uh, when I get fully healthy, I'm going to get recertified doing, doing CPR. Victor posed a good question. And it reads as follows. Will this... Draft be the year where linemen become more important because a lot of teams need to revamp their offensive line. And for Victor, we'll start in Chicago with the Chicago Bears, who won the Tank Bowl and now have the number one pick 
But the is there really? Is there really the someone out there? Is there someone out there really that that's really Stand making out? salivate? At, because at there were two offensive, there were two offensive linemen in last year's draft. Um, Rashawn Slater, who's now with the San Diego Chargers, and Panay Sewell. Sewell, of course, coming from Oregon. Who's the lineman that stands out? Because most of the time, teams don't get linemen until the later rounds. Or is there a defensive lineman that's really worth going? Because if you if you if you see any if you're seeing anything in the last, if you're looking at all the top teams, right? Mm-hmm. What's a key element they all have besides offense? Defensive line. A, a really good. A really great stud defensive lineman, right? Mm-hmm. 49ers with Bosa. Yep. Um, Giants actually have quite a few. They have Dexter Lawrence, Kayvon Thibodeau stepping Kayvon up to Thibodeau. Um, you who else? Uh, we have um, Jaguars with mm-hmm. the number one pick overall last year. The kid from Georgia, Walker. Yeah. You have. So and, you, and this, this I'm probably missing a few more linemen out there right now that are that are dominant and that are still in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. So what do the Bears do? Do they go? Do they go pass rusher? Do they go defense or do they go offensive line? They need offense. If they if they could trade back and get multiple picks, I would do that. Orlando Brown Jr. is the top left tackle free agent. If the Chiefs don't. Extend him. Jason Kelsey is the top free agent at center. How old is Jason Kelsey, though? Jason Kelsey's what? Jason's in his 30s. I know that. Okay. So he's 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 on the back end of his career. He's on the back. He's on the back end. Still a hell of an offensive line. I'm not saying he's not. Would you take a chance on Jason Kelsey if he's not extended? Would you take a chance on Jason Kelsey? No. I wouldn't either. No, I would. I would try I to would. get young because then eventually I'm gonna have to replace him in a year or two. Mm-hmm. Forty uh, Nineers went right recently with Alex Mack. They signed Alex Mack from Cleveland, who was who played uh, twelve years in Cleveland, and they only had um, and they only had Alex Mack for two years, and then Mack retired. And then they're not Kelsey back is in the thirty-five. Kelsey's thirty-five. Yeah, no, that's that's he's he's in back end of back back end of his career, and you wonder how much longer he can be effective. Yeah. I mean, you would love to have him for a couple of years until you find the center of the future. If there's a team that can use Jason Kelsey besides Philadelphia, oddly enough, it would be the Bears because you want to have that veteran presence along the offensive line. But again, but that's if you're gonna draft the line. If you're five years old. If you're going to draft the lineman and then you're going to bring, bring him in to help teach your team, yes, that's something different. That, and, and that's, that's if you're going to draft, but he's not going to be the. He's not going to be your everyday center for three, four years. Yeah, no. Two but years you, at best to teach the rest of the offensive linemen. Yeah, if, you, if you're bringing them in to help groom your line, then yeah, most definitely. Andrew's with us. We'll be, he says, we'll be. Uh, Later start to work today than usual for me, so I'm here live. Morning, Snowman Wise and Chat. Morning to you. Morning, Andrew. Uh, Andrew Whitworth retired last year at 40. 
And Whitworth really didn't decline that much until his last couple of years. But you, but that's not you saw, but that, that's Chelsea not is the captain of the offensive line at center. He's playing the most important position on the offensive line. He's playing the most important position because you got to get the calls right. You got to get the protection schemes right. You got to get no, everything no. right. You got to get everything you right. The transfer, the transfer from you to the quarterback. You have mm-hmm. a lot that you have to maintain when you're the center. There's a, there's a lot when you play center. Yes. And if they make a move for Jason Kelsey, if Philadelphia doesn't, I'm thinking two years at best. But then you have to use this draft to find a center that'll back him up. You would think. You you would think the Bears would concentrate on the off on the offensive line. Cole Sports, it was injuries that ushered Whitworth out of the game, then decline in ability. True. Very true. Because Whitworth had a ton of injuries. It, it just I just don't know. And, and here's where I question the Bears organization. Are they gonna be are they gonna be smart enough? to get some offensive linemen. I mean, good offensive linemen, either through the draft or in free agency. It depends on that front office. Is that front office smart enough to go get those, fill those needs? But again, who are we talking about? We're talking about the Chicago Bears. Yeah. You know, a, a team I followed for years into decline, into decline after the 85 season. Because after the 85 season, where they won the Super Bowl in dominant fashion, they basically blew it up. They basically blew it up. And the one game I point to, as far as the Bears are concerned, that they never had gotten over was the 2010 NFC Championship game where they had the Green Bay Packers in their house and had a chance to show Green Bay, look, you don't own us. What does Aaron Rodgers do? Walks him right down the field and punches him in the mouth on a seven-play drive. They let 7 nothing, and they have never recovered. They never recovered. It's it's just some, some, some franchises just don't know how to get it right. They just, they just yeah, continue I, to see the same live and in person for many years. I saw it live and in person they, for many years. Look look at Jacksonville. They, mm-hmm. They've been horrible. And Man, they since go, 2017. And then they go bring Doug Peterson in. And mm-hmm. what, he does, what does he do? They start off bad, but he reels it off and goes wins the, the AFC South. Yep. Nobody. Nobody was talking about the Jacksonville a chance. No, I won't I'll say nobody because I, I did say they were going to be pretty good. I did say I did you were rooting for the Jets, man. I oh yeah, the Jets. But I did say I did say the Jags were going to win did. some games. You did. I, you did. I, I did have faith. I I knew what they made the right choice when they brought Doug in. Yeah, Coach Peterson, and that was the best move they made because he was a proven winner. Mm-hmm. And you knew he was going to have them disciplined. You yeah. knew that they were going to come in yeah. and be prepared. And they got it right when they hired him. Mm-hmm. They did. Because all he did was go and go ahead in his first season win the, the AFC South. The AFC South. When no one expected really that hard to do. It's not really that, that hard to do compared to the teams that, that they have in there. 
Yeah, given that division, no, it wasn't hard yeah, to do. But but no one was talking to Jags. Nope. What was the game? Do you think where the Jags like really clicked? Where they really click? It's hard. It, 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 there was a couple of games that you saw that you you're like, damn, the Jags actually competed in this game. Mm-hmm. And, and they did knock off a couple of good teams. Mm-hmm. They did knock off a couple of good teams. They they came, but um, what what game I thought really showed me a lot was the Giants game. Really, that was a really good game. They they almost they scared the shit out of the Giants. <laughs> they did. So, and then they so, destroyed. San, then they destroyed San Diego, which they're going to do this weekend. They absolutely killed San Diego. Victor Locke, uh, I would like, I would at least like to see a center like Olin Krutz or t- um, who was the center that preceded Olin Krutz? Jay Hilgenberg. Jay Hilgenberg. One Charles Martin body slammed a Jim McMahon to the Soldier Field concrete slash turf in December 86, and the Bears have never been the same since. Correct. <laughs> Correct. Because that wrecked the repeat. I wrecked it. Of course, then Bill Parcells and the Giants showed up. Beat the piss out of Denver in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl 21. And basically that uplifted the Giants. In my opinion, they I think they really started to click when they played in Nashville. I agree. And they blew out the Titans. They obliterated the Titans. They've been owning the Titans. It's not like they haven't been. Yeah, they have. They've been owning the Titans lately. So who else needs to go for to go offensive line? Well, the obvious answer, the Bears. Another yeah. obvious answer is Houston. Definitely. But Houston, need, obvious, every, Houston needs everything. Houston needs yeah, everything. Houston needs to blow that organization up and start over. Houston, yeah, they just need everything. They need to start over. Another obvious answer is, much as I'm going to hate saying this in this house, <clears throat> my wife said it to me this morning. The Colts. Yeah, the Colts. You know, the, Colts. Just needs, the Colts need. Colts need to just do a. a Did you see what Colts is? Houston needs Jesus. Yes, they do need Jesus. Cole, you're absolutely That's, right. Um, they they knew they do need Jesus. Says Cowboys. There's our question of the day. Which teams in the draft, early in the draft, needs to go after an offensive line? Well, we mentioned the obvious answers. Houston, the Bears, the Colts. Hell, Tennessee. Because how can you lose seven in a row? McCarthy, yes. uh, If Beckham could not, if Beckham could stay on the field and when we have Vera back, the Jets Jets offensive line is pretty, it's pretty good. If they can stay yeah. healthy. Good luck. Yeah. Back I'm, so, I'm, I'm going to see the field. I, I'm, 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 I'm sorry. Makai Becton ain't all of that. If, that's, yeah. That's, I, listen, I, I can't argue with you because he hasn't been on the field. Exactly. I can't argue with you. And if you're not on I the field, can't, you I, can't. I can't defend him. Right. But, so if if he, again, if, but Vera was a big loss. That was a big blow also. Like when you asked mm-hmm. earlier about the Jets, losing Vera was a, Big, big blow to that line because he was yeah. clicking and the line was clicking and 
we lose both him and Brees Hall. They lose both Brees Hall and him on the same game. That mm-hmm. was a devastating blow. That was really and, and that pretty much wrecked the season. The season. The yeah, that brought the season down. That, that wrecked the that wrecked the season for the Jets. Yeah. So did the Jets go offensive line? Maybe. Oh, here's an answer: the Cardinals, St. Louis Cardinals. The Cardinals need everything. The Cardinals <laughs> need everything. You need you need a quarterback. Wait, 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 wait. Quarterback. Let let me pose this question then: Which teams need everything? Cardinals yes, definitely. Ryan McCarthy, listen, Ryan McCarthy said this. Cardinals also. Need. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. You're right, Ryan, you're absolutely right. They do need Jesus. The, Car- the, Car- the Carolina Panthers. Because and, and see, it, see, it's see, like Jason. You, like you know what? Steve Wilkes did a great job, but he won't get the head coaching job. I, I'm not saying he will, but I want to point out. I got to give the man his flowers. He did a phenomenal coaching job with the talent that he had. They had a winning record. With had, the talent that he had. Yep. They had a winning record after Matt Rule was shown the guillotine. With the talent that he had, he shows you. He showed mm-hmm. you. Like, there's some people that they didn't. They shouldn't be head coaches. Daniel Hackett was one of them. Daniel Hackett was one of them. There's a dude in Las there's Vegas. A that that needs, needs there's old. a team that needs everything. The Denver there's Broncos. A, there's a there's a um there's a coach in Las Vegas that shouldn't be a head coach. He's a great Josh offensive McDaniels. coordinator, Josh McDaniels, but he should not be a head coach because now you're seeing why not Denver should have should have remained the head coach. The guy that the uh, the, the guy that was yeah. there before him, the yeah, guy, the guy that preceded him. He he should have. He he took him to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And the team the would run through walls. Yep. The Patriots, Raiders, Steelers, and Browns, and Ravens. Shout out to Mike lost. Tomlin for finishing above 500. But you missed the playoff. Yeah, see, listen, listen. But he he can't he can't help that. He, he, you he, missed the. I, I you, love the you, fact you, that Mike Tomlin does breaking in. You was breaking a new quarterback. First of all, you was breaking in breaking in the new. Man, I, I think Kenny Pickett ah, is going to be the real deal. We're making excuses. They making missed excuses. the playoffs. They pissed no, away. The playoffs, but he's still I know that. But, he's but at the same time, but at the he same time, he should that should have been a 12-win team. They basically where, pissed where? away. First of all, you lose T.J. Watt. First of all, you lose T.J. Watts. They were competitive in a lot of games. You lose T.J. Okay. Watts. And they pissed away six games. Okay, and and you're you breaking in the rookie. You're, you're not going to make the playoffs. Breaking in the rookie quarterback. And um, Najee Harris was still there before okay, he got he, injured. Okay, what did you say? Before he was what? Injured. Okay. So the Knights, just like everyone else, they was hit with injury bugs. He did a great job bringing them to the, listen. He got to nine and seven, whatever it is. Look, look at this. Rams sold their soul for a Super Bowl. Yeah, they did. Uh, do the uh, do the Panthers need Jesus too? I think they do. If they st- if 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 they if they do need if they follow Jesus, then they would hire Steve Wilkes to be the head coach. And then there's this: the Steelers lost to the Jets. That says it all. That's yeah, one of the games McCarthy, that they pissed McCarthy, away. McCarthy, you got to stand by your Jets, McCarthy. Come on, yeah, all right. The McCarthy, offense was listen, I get, I understand. Real. And you, and so do you. Everybody we have up here keeps it keeps it real, and I love that. And then there's this guy. They started Mitchell Trubisky for a few games. That should tell you everything you need to know. 
I was trying to defend you, Mitch. You just couldn't. I was trying to blame. I was trying to say you had some great seasons in Chicago and you was they great as a backup in Buffalo. Mitch Trubisky. I know. I know. That should tell you everything you need. To, and now you're starting to giggle. That should tell you everything you need to know right there. Almost every game they started with Mitch, Mitch Trubisky, they pissed away. Some of the games they had no business winning, like, I don't know, Tampa Bay. How they beat them by two points, I don't know. How they beat them. That's I why they play the I game, know. man. Exactly why, why even, okay, why, okay, listen, they are, they're nine and eight, whatever, they didn't make the playoffs. Look at Tampa's record. It's not, Tampa should be in the playoffs. It's just that our division was so horrible. That division sucked. That division that's was that's so a, that was the horrible that they got everybody in that division. Everybody in that division had a chance to win it. Everybody in that division, and that's saying you a lot. That's saying a lot. You know what? You know what? The you Panthers do? and the Falcons are in that conversation for at least four weeks. For at least four weeks, the Panthers and the Falcons were going back and forth and leading that division. The Falcons yeah. actually led that division for two weeks. What's that tell you? There's a team that needs help. The oh, Atlanta Falcons. Falcons. Oh, they need quarterback help. They need lineman help. They need everything. Do you trust Desmond Ritter if you're Atlanta? Oh, man. I didn't <laughs> see enough. I didn't see enough. Let's, you know what? We, we're always talking about number one overall quarterbacks, but a lot of quarterbacks, they don't. Pan out when they were first round picks. Because mm-hmm. I think well, there's so much pressure. That question again: Do you trust Desmond Ritter going forward? If you're gonna, if you're gonna, if you're gonna give him the opportunity, the full opportunity to go take the job. Yeah. Well, because Marcus Mariota ain't it? No, for Atlanta. And 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 he was highly touted coming out of Oregon. Mm-hmm. It, that just goes to show you. Doesn't just goes to show. It doesn't matter how pretty your name is coming out of college. Like how, how a lot of that career for Marcus Mariota was wasted in Tennessee. Again, what does that tell you? Because it's it's you know what it is. When you come to the NFL, that's why I love Brian Dable because he tries to fit his. His sis, he tries. He tries to use his quarterback's ability. True. I'm saying he he works with what fits his quarterback. Oh, I have a mobile quarterback. Then I'm going to scheme around a mobile quarterback. Mm-hmm. Tennessee insisted to making Mariota a drop back passer. That's not what he is. <laughs> I'm glad the Giants aren't in this conversation. (laughs) Well, the Giants are in the playoffs. And I hope, and why is this is for you? I hope they go to Minnesota. And beat the brakes off the Vikings. Ever love and piss out of the Minnesota Vikings. Beat the brakes off the Vikings. I hope they beat the ever love and piss out of the Minnesota Vikings. Now, granted, I love Paul Allen as the play-by-play voice, but the Vikings need to die this weekend. (laughs) The Minnesota Vikings season needs to die at the hands it, of the Giants. This it's week. it's crazy. Someone said they're the worst um, three division most, champions. Yeah, they, they were they were the worst division champions. Like 
they should not us statistically they should not be division champs because they have a minus three point differential yeah they have a minus three point differential what the hell are they doing 12 and 5 or 13 whatever the hell it is what are they doing 12 and 5 yeah and cole predicted the giants as well when he did cold sports yesterday and i watched that live and y'all need to check it out if you haven't had a chance to the Viking, the I will say it again. I'm gonna cut the listen. Hold on, let me <laughs> let me let me do something here. Oh yeah, I'm I'm doing it. I'm gonna do a double play here. Right about right about now. And yes, I'm messing around with my phone while on the while on the air. You know, people tell me, oh, you shouldn't do. It. Oh, they the Vikings finished thirteen and four. How? They're the worst thirteen and four team in history. There you go. The worst thirteen and fourteen. The Minnesota Vikings need to get obliterated by the New York Football Giants this weekend. Period. I think having at first, at first, I didn't want them to to take this week off, but I figured let let's um. And by the way, Eagles fans, you're welcome because <laughs> practice squad, and y'all should be a damn shame to yourselves. 